Producer, my good. We're good. Yep. Cheers to episode 71. Cheers. 71. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Dog, Wine. Is it good? It's really good. Wow. It's it's below average. Wrong. No. Anyways, Evan. Uh, I have uh, I have water. Um, yeah. Got super dehydrated today, so you know, trying to hydrate up. First day at the course. Yep. How'd that go? You beat me like a dead horse. Oh, I had a shovel in my hand all day. Oh, digging your own grave. Yep. Burying dead bodies. Correct. Water for you too, Alex. D- I don't have anything. Oh. Naked. I'm naked, yeah. About to take my shirt off. Your sweat stained shirt. Welcome, nope, welcome. Colored. Welcome into the number one sports podcast in Michigan. The date is Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. It's 8.09 p.m. And we're back. The boys are back. We're on a back. Pro- proper Zoom call. Uh, it's been a while since. Oh yeah, you're right. We did we those talked. weird, awkward ones last week. Yeah, how was that for you guys? I hated every second of it. It was kind of weird talking to you, to ourselves. I don't know. I did not listen back to that pod. And I don't want to. It's probably really awkward and weird. Because Evan held you accountable, and you owe the group. You owe a, a lot shat. of people in your life poops on surfaces. I owe yes. my dad. Yes, you do. A crap on his couch. And I owe you guys a couple poops. No, yeah, you got to. You actually have to break into a house in East Lansing and go dump on the living room floor before you oh. die. What was that one for? Oh, when Rocco Lombardo led the Spartans in the big house during COVID and beat Michigan. I said I'd dump on the floor there too. You said wow. you'd dump all over the floor in front of thirty people if Michigan State pulled off the upset. Wow. Which at the time felt like you'd be safe because you know, they were twenty point dogs. It's weird that everyone wants to see me dump on the floor. Uh, do we, we want to see it? We just no, like we don't. Evan does want to see. You it. can't just be saying things and saying, oh, "Behave." I'm gonna do this, and then you'll never do it. Right. Well, Evan, it's because I say those things when it's incredibly improbable, and well, then we it just gave happens. you three situations. So well, it's Alex, it's actually I would, I would say it's unbelievable to play the Michigan State Devils advocate. It's actually happened ten out of the last fourteen years. How improbable is it? Correct. Well, they were ginormous um, underdogs in that. That's the other one was yourself. Michigan State Baylor, and they were down 21 points in the fourth quarter or something. So I thought that was very improbable as well. And the last one was just drafting a wide receiver. Trading up for Jameson <laughs> Williams. Yeah, I didn't. That one might have not been my best judgment. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're on live stream. Sometimes you just you freak out. Yeah, there's a lot of panic going on in that room. Um, all right, to preview the show, weekly check-ins should be good as always. And then, I don't know if you noticed, but um, our sports teams stink bad. Like, a, like, think about some of your worst nights of farts when you trap yourself in a Dutch oven of blankets and you release mm. that smell. That's mm. the state of our sports town right now. And so since they're not in the playoffs, mm. like you guys realize one of <laughs> one of these years, one of these shows... We'll be able to like break down game two of a series. Game three, we, we, we're going back to LCA, home f- field advantage, home court advantage. We don't have any of that. 
because our teams absolutely stink. And it's been four teams, six years without a, even a playoff win. So one day we'll get to that level during this time of the year. But right now, we're just going to do a overall state of our sports teams, including the college teams too, since those teams are actually somewhat competent. And we're going to run through that. And then also some listener questions that have been submitted throughout the last couple of weeks. Some more funny ones and then some ones that are related to sports as well. So that's what you can expect from us um, for the weekly check-ins. I got a lot of bullet points because it's been a while since we've all really talked to it. I mean, we saw each other, but it's been a while since we've got to properly do a weekly check-in. So would anyone like to start? No. Go ahead, Gillen. Yeah, Alex. So how far do I have to go back here to... Tuesday. So Wednesday and on. All right. Thursday, I went and saw Dr. Strange. I still haven't seen that yet. I was mean so, to ask you about that. No yes. spoilers. No spoilers. I seen it. I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to see it Friday. Afterwards. Iron Man. I dies. have to. Yep. You're going to have to get on that, Evan. How good is it? The latest release practice of Friday in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are we, are we talking uh, elite movie here? Uh, I'll just wait to say anything until Evan has seen the movie, but Could, went with uh, a buddy, Ben B, Ben B, not Ben V. Um, good times, you know, imagine great theater, really love, uh, love that place. Full theater. Um, only comment was I had this one, this one lady and her husband were right next to us. Kissing. They had, no, they had beers. When they walked in, oh, they sit sweet. down, and this lady's like, <gasps> like just like rubbing her like body around the chair. Just like, <laughs> I am just so snuggled in and so comfortable, and just like the entire theater can just hear her just screaming about how incredibly comfortable she is in her don't seat. Ruin, don't ruin her moment. <laughs> okay, and then the movie starts, and there is one scene. I won't go talk about it, but she just started like flipping out. Like audibly freaking out out loud and then like a clapping and it was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. And like that was that was the only negative of the movie. So like right in the middle of the movie too? This was like a very big scene. She was flipping her shit. Yeah, I think someone's gotta tie her hands up in that instance if you're clapping like that in the middle of the Yeah. Theater. This dude next to me like looked at me and just started shaking his head. And he's like, <laughs> you and then, can tell yeah. you're like, what is going on? I can picture your ass too. You look back and like, yeah, let's, let's go beat her up. <laughs> no, that was fine because it wasn't like the kids that were throwing popcorn at Ben and I last time. That was that was, yeah, it was some, somehow I magically avoided, and I was so locked in on the Batman. Yeah. So yeah, good movie. Saw that Thursday. Uh, Friday, nothing. Didn't do anything. Saturday. Descended upon Issa Lansing, as the entire squad did. Um, ended up back at Rick's again, even though I was retired. Just keep coming out of retirement every time I go there. Uh, probably... I, have a comment, I have a comment about Rick's. Yeah, let's hear it. I've never been in a worse smelling bar in my life. <laughs> did it smell? <laughs> what? I Like I said, I was... I was getting to the point where I might have had a bit too much. I think we all got used to it after a while, but when we walked down the steps of Rick's, it smelled like the Detroit Lions Ford Field bathroom stall. 
Like it was disgusting. Like the Mike concert parking like, garage. Like the NGM staircase in Detroit, faster horses, portable bathrooms. It smelled so bad in Rick's, and then it kind of like you your nose got used to it, and it wasn't as bad. But I don't know who's peeing in the stairwell at Rick's. But please stop, never do that again. That was so disgusting. I almost threw Evan, up. Can you and confirm I was this? Pretty sober. I didn't notice it. Okay, it's not like a grand thing. I don't no, think I, th- I entered the bar with you guys. So I think I, I think we all mentioned it when we reaction. walked. I think we all mentioned it when we walked in, and then we all just got used to it. And then you know your nose. Shout out to the nose for being uh, resilient and just adjust. But it smelled so bad. Oh. Ricks for that. <laughs> all right, I guess guess it smelled bad. Um, yeah. Also went to Fieldhouse before that. It's incredibly packed. Just like couldn't even move to try to get drinks, and then they, you guys got a table. So then I guess it was all right after that. But yeah, how did that even happen? Were you part of? I that was event? wondering that too. Yeah, who, who we were standing over there, and people just got up and left. Um, well, this these two girls, mm-hmm. one of them got up and like went to the bathroom and came back, and she was like getting escorted by security. Oh, like when she was coming back, and then she sat down and like, no, you got you two got to leave. So they got up and left. And we swooped in and took their table. And then the police got involved when they were outside. Oh, wow. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, the lights, like, came. You could see outside through the windows. But the cops came up at the door. And they were, like, talking to, like, these two girls. I don't know what they did, but that's how we got the table. Hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah. Shout out to their, shout out to their downfall for, uh, yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that did help. Thank you. Um, as I mentioned, drank too much probably Saturday. Had a rough Sunday morning at Evan's apartment. Mm. Final guy to puke in that bathroom, it sounds like. Um, unless someone does this summer. Someone could this summer. Leave any, uh, leave, leave any, that door open. Any feces on the bathroom floor? No. Oh. Didn't poop on the bathroom floor like someone else might have in the past. <laughs> Dr. Love. Um, and then golf league yesterday. Hmm. Um, Alex's inconsistencies continue. He triples number one for the third straight time. Uh, shot a 42. Okay, I guess when you triple the first hole. Um, and then we took, well, we, so this is the part. So this is a grant move. So we played an 18 handicapper. You know, something Smart. like that. That's an 18 handicapper just on, on the nine front, holes. Not total. That's I'm not just holes. Then I'm much better than whoever that is. Okay. Well, they then shoot a 50. So a net 32. A sandbagger. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he was sandbagging, but he shot a net 32. So it's pretty hard to take points in that scenario. But we took 16 out of 30. So fell behind a bit to the leaders that I'm sure Evan will mention. Evan. You're the leader. But yeah, that was my uh, my week. Does the Raisin Valley Golf League, do they denounce the Saudi League uh, <laughs> that's growing right now, or do they support the Saudi League? We, I would say we support it. <laughs> oh, also. I mean, that's we're, all sp- for paying, we're all for paying the athletes. <laughs> also, Grant, you asked if Yesterday was going to be like a, everyone get hammered at golf. Um, yeah. You know, it was nice out, but I think it wasn't as nice as everyone assumed because it was pretty windy. So it uh-huh. was, it was you know, decently nippy at the end. 
And I was coming off a bender, so no drinking for me, really. I had one. What'd you have? I had a vodka tonic double. Did you just do that to like impress your dad? Nope, he just got him. That's what we've been drinking the last. Few <laughs> I knew Garrett was at the center of that. <laughs> Goes down easier than a uh, heavy beer. Tonic water is so disgusting. It's okay when you mix it with vodka. It's much better mixed. Whoever, than, if whoever, you drink it alone, that's the psycho move. Yeah, locked up. I wonder who yeah. invented that. Anyways, Evan, let's see my week Wednesday. Um, I don't think I really did anything Wednesday. No shame in that. Pretty boring day of the week. Yep. Thursday, went out to the bars. Getting them in. Went to... Well, Thursday night, I think everybody was out because there wasn't... There wasn't a bar that didn't have a line. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as Halloween, but every single bar had a line. Just You had to pick and choose which one you wanted to go to. Um, ended up at the Riv. Mm. Quality time there. I think I was there until the lights came on. Oh, yes. Closer down. Oh, my gosh. Was that Thursday night? Yep. Yes, it was. Yeah, so Thursday closed it down. Um, did a thing that I fully regret. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> It's basically a two. It's a cottage and pizza. Oh, oh different. Kind I'm of standing scene. in line. You said on this podcast how much you hate. Yes, I was standing in line with my friends, just you know, because I have nothing else better to do. This dude comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, can I ask you something?" I thought he was about to ask me some like deep personal life story. He's like, "Man, can I cut you in line? I'll pay you five dollars." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And he's like, "What's your Venmo?" Actually, pays me five dollars. Nice I was like, guy. "Well." That's free money, so I might as well get a pizza now. Just got a plain cheese pizza, and then I think I walked all the I walked all over campus after that. Walked alone back, was or no like walking with people. Half of the time I was alone. Okay. I was walking with a group of people, and then I got to where they were staying, and I said, "Yeah, I'm not staying here." Then I just left. Um, carrying my pizza, got back. It was super late. It was miserable. A uh, lonely walk, but you know, it had to be done. That was Thursday. Friday. Friday helped uh, Luke with uh, his car. You know? What's wrong with his car? Hey, Alex, are you looking at Joel Embiid right now? Yeah, he's like crying on the court. I'm sorry. I was super distracted. Yeah, Joel Embiid just broke his face again. This he guy can't catch a break. Good. Screw that guy. Oh, Evan, uh, I don't know ooh, if you want to be saying Evan. that right now. Joel Embiid. I was just saying he's in tears he's right crying. now. Like <laughs> no one likes him on the court. Don't have a concussion. You won't have to worry about it. Um, he had a flat tire. I had to go get it fixed at Goodyear Crosstown. Mm. Uh, had to do that. Oh, then I left. We hit a pothole. Uh, he thinks he hit a nail when he drove to uh, the partake in the draft. Had a nail in it. Mm. Um, driving on. Detroit roads, you know? Yeah. It's been known to happen. Yeah. Ah, that's what I did Wednesday. Just hung out. And I had to drive Luke to uh, his exam because he found out he had a flat tire. I hung out with the hot tub, drank at the hot tub. Oh. All coming back to me now. Um, so Wednesday, drank. Thursday, drank. Friday. Drank. 
did not drink. Oh. I was back in Didi Had to get up Saturday for a doubleheader. Won both of those games Took easily. Two. Yep, it was nice. Very nice. You listen day. to that, Tigers? You hear that? That's how you do that. <laughs> That's how we win. Frauds. Um, the other team we played, they were not that good. They were the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, you could say. Um, and then Saturday afternoon, um, 80, celebrating 80th birthday for my grandpa. Congrats. Um, and then went to East Lansing and just started drinking. Um, that was quality time. I think I was more hydrated than somebody else in this We've podcast. already gone over it, okay? I got to drunk we've gone i don't over. think you were hydrated enough i think if you were as hydrated i didn't eat as I, I didn't eat anything that was on me i was downing food at the party it was awesome yeah um saturday night was really fun i enjoyed that last hoorah yep and then sunday just sat there and talked to alex until noon made a fantastic Oof. breakfast and then went and graduated on sunday afternoon nice i walked i walked at graduation that's what i should say that yeah, Grant, Evan and I had a super depressing, like, hour-long conversation on Sunday. Oh, just, gosh, gosh yeah. life is over. Miserable. Yeah, just it was about, miserable. What Even is... worse than that was, like, Monday moving out. Oh, my God. carrying my stuff across the parking mm-hmm. garage, just, like, alone. Turned back and looked. I'm like, well, yep. this is it. Yeah, I was well, behind we'll be out myself by itself. Yeah, it stunk. The fact that we'll never live in East Lansing again. No, nah, I wouldn't rule it out. No, I mean like, mm. and also like nine to five life is so sweet, and it's even better than college. So, <laughs> yeah, but I could. I'm so good with Grant. Partying from like noon to two is also fun. Yeah, it is. Day drinking on campus is fun. Being part of St. Patrick's Day is fun. Oh, I was I was happily joking. It's the worst. PTO. PTO. It's PTO. the worst. There's nothing worse than. The transition into no more college it is the worst. God. It's about and honestly, the Evan, darkest it's, period in your it's life. It's extremely selfish of you because we were living through you and we're relying well, on that. That's what I said to him. I was like, now my college day is kind of officially ended because yours ended. We're about two ended. to th- we're about two to three years from like stepping on East Lansing's campus and like. I don't know, like old man alarms going off when we're back. Like we were still able to pull it off and we're like getting dangerously close to being fully washed. No, we can still pull it off. We got at least at least three years. You're going to be paying how, depending how that we year, age. That third, uh, that third year. I don't that third year is going to be one. I don't think being age. 28 years old and well, situations Evan, how old is your brother? Well. How old's Hunter? 94. His birthday's in July. So he's 28. He doesn't go to the bars with us in East Lansing from what I've seen. No, but I'm just thinking if you saw Hunter at a... You can cut his name if you want. But if you saw him at a bar, you would be like, oh, yeah, that guy's same age as us. Depends on what. That depends on he what looks bar. 35. I, just, I would, depends how we age physically. I think we all look young. If I saw Hunter at Rick's, I'd be like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> well, Rick's, Rick's should have been retired anyways. <laughs> yeah. That's for fifteen-year-olds. Um, I was going to say something off of Evan's graduation, but I completely forgot. Congrats! Oh, I did say congrats. My graduation, hour thirty, boom, in and out, get out. It was no fantastic. Speaker. 
No guest speaker. President wasn't even there for attendance. Just had some assistant to the dean of students. So they didn't give an F about your graduation. I could care less. There was 400 of us in there for my college of education group or whatever. At the Breslin, right? Yep. They spoke and started rattling off names. The next thing she's like, well, thanks for coming out. Boom. Over with. I was like, hmm. Hell yeah. You'll take that. The little photo shoot after. Yeah, I had to get some photos in. Oh, it wasn't really yeah. that big of a deal, you know. Climb I didn't really want to party. walk all over campus to take Got the deal. mommies of Tecumseh all commenting oh, on Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've been blowing up my phone recently. Those DMs are flying open. I've been saying yeah. one at a time. They're scheduling yeah. appointments basically to see me now. Yeah. Everybody's hot on the Facebook streets this week. Yeah. Got to go to Crunchy's for dinner. I had one of the best burgers you'll ever eat in your life. I don't How believe you. had this burger? <laughs> I've had it the last four times I've gone there. The brat burger. Correct. It is fantastic. It is so good. So I find good. it hard to believe that just a no. brat and patty form is the greatest burger. No, it's a brat patty form with grilled onions and peppers on top and then a homemade mustard sauce on a pretzel bun. This, is really, mm. this would be a good uh, like mm. twister people's brains for the whole like is a hot dog a sandwich debate because this is, sounds like a sandwich but it's technically a bratwurst it's in a patty form it's a better burger than, better than five guys if you can even compare it to that because it's a bratwurst oh it's better than five guys okay the flavors are better oh and the money had golf league uh played kind of crappy for three of those nine holes so it ballooned my score up uh started i think what did i start with I think oh, you also well, just triple this. one. Yes, I did because I lot hit of it the pine tree. Yeah, yeah and triples. Alex said, "Good shot, man!" Right after I hit it off the tee, I was like, "Wow!" Thanks, I hit man. mine out of bounds. Also. Um, did something I've never done in my life before. I four putted on number two. <laughs> Jeez, man! The when I was lining up for the third one, I was just so <laughs> mad already that I just like hit it and it came up like two inches short. Oh, Sorry, my life. Thank God. Um. But, you know, we bounced back. Still took 18 and a half out of 30, so still in first place. I played two of the four weeks that we played, so is it really my fault? No. Smart. Deflect. Well, uh, they're in first, first, so he can't take any credit for being first is what he's saying. Oh. Shout out, well, Cody. Then, then don't deflect. <laughs> um, Let's see. I had a little bit of golf, too, but not playing. First range session of the year this weekend. Ooh. Yeah. Pretty good overall. Probably the best first range session I've ever had. Tiger Woods. Uh, it's not saying a lot, but just more less duffs than in past years. Oh, I was about to ask. Any duffs? Like one or two. Topped one or two. Marissa took one video of Grant. Apparently, that's the one he just chunked into the blade. Yeah. And you'd like to be like, oh, Grant just can't handle the pressure. I didn't know she was recording, so it was just it was organic. Um, did any of you guys listen? Orgasmic. No, did any of you guys listen to the Jack Harlow album that came out this weekend? No, yeah, but no. I've heard I've heard lots about it. Plan on listening to it at some point. Pretty trash, uh, which oh. led me to the thing. It's just it's kind of a it's a feeling everyone can relate to that, like whether it be a movie like the Marvel series or your artist, like. The feeling of when something new drops is so exciting, but the letdown, if it's bad, is one of the more crushing feelings you can have as a fan of something, and that's why I experienced. So, just, I mean, that's just one of the more relatable things I would say. It just sucks. So brace yourself. So is that, that bad? 
It, yeah, it just wasn't really anything. And no, just because no of the one songs. song he dropped that was on the album early, that glamorous like remix was good. Everyone liked that. I didn't like that one either, so that I wouldn't even put that in there. The only song I, I think I liked one song off the entire album, and it was re- released way before the album came out. All the new stuff was just like, eh. But hopefully, you know, you hate to see that of an artist you really like. So hopefully, better days are ahead. Um, Cinco de Mayo, we haven't mentioned that yet. That was this week, so that played a lot into. I made some phenomenal margaritas with marissa mm. on sin- the actual single de mile got carried away i was like let's just make some margaritas let's just do this right and they're pretty good that was thursday wasn't it yes uh, was the fifth. oh i made a great dinner for myself and i was so bloated that i felt <laughs> disgusting drinking beer and going out to the bars my stomach was so full yeah well i you don't have? think i've ever celebrated cinco de mayo in my life oh you're I missing out man the- I made cilantro lime rice, um, had a little avocados on the side, and then I had a big old fat burrito. You made Chipotle burritos yourself. I, could, I did not make a Chipotle burrito. It was a freezer burrito that I just threw in the oven. I could I not have well, jazzed a, it up with stuff on top of it. Got it. I had the pork frio tacos from Brody Calf for Cinco de Mayo dinner. Whoa. I'm sure that went well. In the did ass. you get outside of the calf before having going to the restroom? I really did. I don't know what it was. Probably more alarming for my stomach that it didn't run through me, that it's used to stuff like that, but I didn't really have any problems. <laughs> now, I made some me- made some Mexican street corn the next night, and let me tell you, that that showed up the same way it went down in the toilet. <laughs> that that happened for sure. Body can't process it. Yeah. Body cannot process corn. Um, Kentucky Derby, I lost on that again, so to continue my run of never winning on the Derby in my entire life, so good to know some things never change. This year, I only bet on three horses. One year in college, senior year, I think I bet on like 10 out of the 20 and did not hit a single horse. So mm-hmm. I know nothing about horse racing, and no one really does because the horse no. that wasn't even on most boards won the thing. Rich. That Rich. happened. I have, I have a movie recommendation. Pretty solid. Oh, hold on. Let me get my list out so I can put it down. Secretariat. Sea uh, <laughs> <laughs> <See> Biscuit. <laughs> Just had to go back and watch it. No. Um, it's with Miles Teller and then another girl who I didn't know, but I recognized her. It's called Two Night Stand. I think it's through Amazon Prime right now is the channel. It's pretty a solid rom-com. I like Miles Teller, so that's going to bump it up for me. It was it was pretty funny. It wasn't as corny as I thought most rom-coms are. It was, it was enjoyable, and if someone put it on again, I'd watch it. Good enough. I had Rick's, added to the list. I had Rick's down there. Uh, I already talked about that. I have a very embarrassing story to tell that of something we've talked about before on this show. I broke back out. You know, because you're, you're on the you're on your feet all weekend. This weekend was pretty physically active, and then went out to the bars. Oh my God. So the heels, the heels, uh, were getting pretty tough and like rock like rock like so i brought out the grater the cheese grater that we talked about mm. with the foot cheese Jesus i think like er, early on monday and i was just going hard on my heel it was cheese was falling left and right tell me when you want less parmesan basically like as a waiter at a restaurant <laughs> and my hand slipped which means the cheese grater slipped onto my ankle and i couldn't stop and i started shredding my ankle for three strokes <laughs> and was just bleeding because there's not really like skin there to take off so i had blood dripping from my ankle uh, oh in the my shower. God, it's terrible. had a band-aid it up and 
get it up and then it like band-aid came off the night and so i had like dried up blood stains down by my feet on my white sheets and then blood stains on my white shoes so i've just been cleaning blood out of (laughs) white products for the last day and uh it's tough to explain how it happened you know but i'm telling you guys and everyone that listens how it happened gross yep we don't need to linger on that uh (laughs) last thing no last two things uh one sports one non-sports we don't talk enough about how elite Tootsie Roll fruit chews are. Those things are phenomenal. And you never have them anymore as you get older. And I was at a grocery store that had some, and I got like a bag full of them, like 45 to 50. I probably ate 40 of them over the weekend. And they are so delicious. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Never had one. Um, I think I'm looking them up. So I've you, had Tootsie Rolls that right, are chocolate. I've never right. had a Tootsie Fruit Roll. So it's that it's the same consistency, but they come in a vanilla in a blue wrapping, a lemon, uh, a green. I know what you're talking about. I know what they look like. I've just never had cherry. I've never personally bought them. Have you had them before? I know. I have had them before. Yes. Yeah. They're so good because it's like the Tootsie Roll. Like I like the Tootsie Roll the way it's made. I don't like chocolate ones that much because it's just the same flavor over and over again. But you, when you introduce introduce the fruit flavors, you can just have variety all night. Alex, we're gonna need you to try them probably live on the show at some point. Uh, I'm not gonna go to the store and buy them of each flavor. You don't go to the store anyways. You make people do your own shopping. Wow. What? What do you mean? Wow. You pay for your groceries and then you just sit in your car and they just bring them to you and you just open your trunk. No, I haven't. I stopped doing that a long time ago. Oh, he, yeah, okay. he was just scared of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid of COVID. But now now I go into Kroger, not Meyer. And then lastly of the weekly check-ins, um, got my heart broken by Manchester City. Mm. That happened right after our last recording. But good news is we just signed the next Messier Ronaldo by the name of Erling Holland, and I cannot wait to watch him score 40 goals a year for the next eight years in the Powder Blues. So shout out to them for tricking my brain into not being sad anymore and just selling myself on hope. Big game for Tottenham this week. Shout out Dr. Love. Dr. Love. Huge. Thursday, Arsenal. Top four spot on the line. Kind of boring for your team, Evan. You're just kind of in the middle ground. Oh no, you guys have that. Aren't you guys in the FA Cup final? Um, I believe you played Liverpool. No idea. I gave up after we started watching. Uh, uh, we got eliminated from Real Madrid. Yep. Can uh, relate. Got a new owner. That's right. I kept owner. seeing that. Someone got a new owner. Yes. The bag. Had to get. We had to find a new owner within the next month, and so it basically just ranked everything up. The the UK government was all over our butts for it. <laughs> They said the they said the whatever the fees or whatever it's got to get processed within a month, and so we kind of just pushed it. Like two days later, boom, we had a new owner. Hmm. He's Still a part a owner for the Dodgers and Rams and somebody else, and he just came over here and bought him. Hmm. Huh. Cool. All right, weekly check-ins that felt good, especially this is you know this is what you have. We have half-hour check-ins when our sport teams are absolute. <laughs> so. Speaking of that, let's hop into it. And I was thinking as I made this transition, what sparked in my brain to do the state of our team's state of the union address? And it's because the Tigers. I mean, the Tigers for the last four, 
for the last two weeks have been atrocious, and it continued today. Mm. And you like, well, they won one. Yeah, they lost. They're they're losing the series so far to the Athletics, who are trash. But we are trash, so that makes sense. Uh, and I was just thinking, and it happened to me last year because when you watch the NBA and NHL playoffs, you just think about, wow, these games are awesome. I'd love to have a team I actually care about, like truly care about, in these games, and it doesn't happen. So here we are talking about the doom and gloom uh, of our sports teams. I think this can be fun. I think we can hop around. We don't need to stick on one team. If if you have a thought on a team, you can say it. And if it reminds you of another team, you can transition into that. But we'll basically touch on all of them at some point here briefly uh, and just give our thoughts of, of where we're at, what we think needs to happen, what's exciting. So it's pretty wide open, I would say. Okay, first, the Tigers are bad because nobody on the team besides three, four, uh, I would say probably two now, have a comparable batting average in the Major League Baseball. Um, And we are like basically bottom third in a lot of categories. Um, The sophomore slumps for Badu and Haas, um, kind of Larry, I was good year last year. Somebody's Tiger to look for this year has stunk. Feels bad. Um, Alex, you, I remember you talking about him preseason. Was that you? <laughs> I thought he had a chance to be better. Yeah, sorry. That was that was a bad take. Uh, we had the same exact record going into today as we did last year. So are we better? No. No. Um, runs. This was going before going into today. Runs were 29th in the league. Home runs, 30th in the league. Slugging, 30th in the league. OPS, 27th. War, 28th. And I don't know the WRC plus 21st. Whatever that is. Things like wins, runs, shred. I don't know. We're not stats. We're not an advanced analytics podcast. We stink at hitting It just basically just right sums now. up our like horrible our hitters. The hitting and why we, we stink. Um, well, shout out to the guy that we tweeted about. Um, he can stop drinking. But there could be an asterisk. So technically, it was a road game. Um, the Athletics were home team for the first game because it was a makeup game. Kind of yeah. weird situation there. Tarek Skubal looks good again. He's probably our best player right now out of anybody. So there's a small bright, bright spot. spot. Bullpen's been pretty good. Fulmer blew it finally, but you know he was on a really nice tear for a while. So Soto blew it when Candy tied it up against Houston. All right, we're not a perfect team. We're just one of the worst teams, and no, we. Suck! I'm so tired of watching. I'm this. boycotting. Currently. I'm so tired of watching this organization play baseball for the last seven or whatever years it is. It's disgusting. I think I it can't hurts take more it. I can't take it. There was so much hype preseason and like the first series, the, the first game, off. just that first yeah. game. The first game, he had Cabrera's three thousands hit, and then now it's just been downhill since then. So where there's so much build up in preseason, like we want to be good, but it took us until not even halfway through May to already be out of the playoff race, basically. We're done. We're not making the playoffs. I hope this clip comes back to bite me, but it's not gonna happen. I think it's like a less than one percent chance via any of the the advanced stat websites that exist out there. The only good thing is like our our division stinks. Um to where like we're comparable teams, and so you never know, but yeah, if we're we're butt. We're butt. We're but. 12, We're 13 but. games up. We are a butt. From 500. We, we are a clown franchise in that state. And we'll touch on 
Um, longtime listener, longtime friend, Ben V's question. He wants to know the root cause of the Tigers' inability to compete. Is it the individual players, AJ Hinch, Alavila, or ownership? Year seven of a rebuild with little success on the field. We answering this now? Yeah, I th- might as well do it now. Avila and Tigers. ownership. Yeah. Got to start. I agree with you. Top. And it is crazy. I see a lot of people, enough that I'm bringing it up, people in comments, because I don't know about you. The one fun thing is um, to go onto the Twitter account of the Tigers every time they post the final box score and read all the replies. There's like 250 replies per loss at this point. People just airing out all their frustrations. And there's some people saying, like, what do you want? Al Avila to swing the bat for the players? No, I just want them to find competent players and not f-ing trade away our superstars in 2017 for absolute doormats out there. I mean, we have... I think this is kind of a... This is a take I heard first from Chris Castellani, so I'll give him credit, but it was a fantastic point. He goes, we traded away some big-time names. J.D. Martinez, notably. Castellanos, notably. We have... No superstar. We have no superstars. We do not have a single superstar on our roster right now. And you look at the sport of baseball, and he used the Blue Jays as a good example because they were rebuilding around when we were. They have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They have Bo Bichette. They have guys that can swing a baseball bat out there that don't look like just kids playing wiffle ball when they're five. We don't have anything. We have nothing. We are bad. It's probably fire or hitting coach. Yeah. Should probably fire everybody. Let's do something. Well, Hinch. no, I like AJ Hinch. Yes, I like AJ sorry. Hinch. Keep him. We keep him. There was a tweet I saw. Maybe I should pull it up. I think we've done this before, but I just want to hammer it home because this is like for the Avila truthers to just get in their thick skull. You imagine if Alex showed up to his work seven years in a row and just fudged up financial reports and they still kept them. And they're like, hey, man, you're doing a f- great job. Let's keep this thing going. <laughs> It's like you don't yeah, get to, you know you messed it up again. Auditors hate you. Like seven years is so long. This guy, I'm gonna give him credit. At Michael Roosh, it has nine likes on Twitter. So I, I was just in the doldrums of the replies. He made a nice Excel spreadsheet of the Tigers' big trades in the year 2017 when we were blowing this thing up, and he put like all the players we got and where they're currently at. And at least four or three of these guys are retired from the sport of baseball. So we traded Justin Verlander for Jake Rogers, Baz Cameron, and Franklin Perez. We traded J.D. Martinez, probably the best name on this entire list, for Dal Lugo, Sergio Alcantara, and Jose King. Those guys might as well work at the car wash down the street. Who are those guys? (laughs) Never seen them in a Tigers uniform. (laughs) We got our best trade, his best trade. Still not amazing, but we got up. Actually, he probably won this one. He traded his son and our closer. I forget his first name, but his last name was Wilson because we had multiple. Justin Wilson. We got Heimer Candelario and Isak Paredes. So that was like solid return. Probably actually won that trade looking back at it, if you think about it. Because we got Meadows for Paredes. And then you get get rid of Justin Upton in 2017. We got Grayson Long. Where's Grayson Long? Uh, He's retired from baseball. We got Elvin Rodriguez, who's in AAA. They stink. Uh, Cameron Mabin uh, got Victor Alcantara. He's in free agency. He doesn't play. Uh, Ian Kinsler, we got Troy Montgomery and Wilke Hernandez. Wilke is chugging along in low A Lakeland ball. And Troy Montgomery is retired from the sport of baseball. So 
you don't get to blow six trades and more when you're trying to rebuild a team and keep getting to be in charge. That should not be how that happens, but it ultimately then can go to the owner because that owner doesn't care about this team. Did you guys see the interview of uh, our owner talking about paying players and stuff? And the the whole CBA bargaining drama. Did you see that? It's a I while ago. He basically went on this big thing and said that no one really knows what he voted for and that he is all for the Tigers being good and that he would love to pay players. And then we watch him just do absolutely nothing every single season. You know, he's not his dad. So I think most of the blame should go on him, actually, because he doesn't want this team to be good. He just cares about his casinos and all the other crap. Does he own MGM? Uh, I don't know which one. But all right. I believe Hopefully he not. has a casino. I think it's Motor City Casino. That's fine. Oh, so I was just gonna make an MGM. Holdings. I was gonna make an MGM staircase piecemeal joke, but we don't have <laughs> to go there because it's probably not correlated. Um, well, we kind of set our piece on that. They're just so bad. I mean, and it's very serious to question Motor management. City at, Casino. Very serious to question management at this point. Like what we've just done the last couple of minutes. You want to tell me you want the top two guys fired? I will not disagree with you for a second. I will hear you out. I think you make valid points. Um, I really don't know. I don't know where this thing goes. It's kind of scary. It's like a no man's land because it was supposed to be more promising. And even if they have the second half like they had last year, it's still probably going to only be good enough for around 500 at best. So I don't know what to expect. I don't know what's going to happen. Burn it to the ground. It just feels bad. And we don't have like, I mean, we do have Torkelson and Green. So it's two guys, but like they still have to prove themselves. Like I said, we don't have any star, star power. No guys are like faces of anything. Still so young in his career. I don't know when this is going to change ever. Yeah, we suck. We had uh, the only highlights we had was opening day, Cabrera's 3000 hit, and that torque bomb couple at bats later. That was basically it for our season. His torque bomb in Kansas City for winning that game. Torque bomb, Kansas City was awesome as well. I'm boycotting. It's just bad. It's really bad right now. I'm Grant. Like Grant boycotted Butler basketball until Fat to the Bone came into the play. I'm oh. boycotting until the the Tigers changed something. They felt me and they they got rid of Coach Jordan. Great guy, just wasn't a great basketball coach. But um, Fat to the Bone. Where do you guys want to go to next? Red Wings had the Red draft Wings. lottery today. The Red Wings stayed at number eight, didn't move up, didn't move down. We're stuck in Stagnantville with the eighth overall selection in 2022. I have an I have draft. Red Wings question for you. I have an answer. No, I do not want Barry Trotz as the next head coach. No, wasn't going to be my question. It'd be kind of funny, though. He's I gonna, asked I'd like you it for the memes. on Saturday <laughs> if next year was our playoff push year, and you said no. So now I'm starting to wonder, are the Red Wings ever going to turn it around as well? Yes, they will. Because But why not the Red Wings? Year? Because it's just like the Tigers, there's still not enough depth and talent on the roster. The defense is still taking like four steps backwards. You have one solid defenseman, then everybody else is just butt cheeks. And so like the goaltending isn't going to be as up high because your defense is just below average. Yeah, and Needle's cheeks this last year, so we need to turn around from him. So we're going to suck forever in every sport. We're not going to suck forever. No, I think the Red Wings are close 
Tigers. Hopefully we thought are the close, Tigers but... were going to make the playoffs, and look how wrong we were there. I think the Red Wings are close. I do. I think the town thought the Tigers would play meaningful games this summer, and they've already they're done. That that's out the window. They blew it by May tenth. They blew it. What a they, joke. They dookied in their pants yes. for June. Maybe the lockout wasn't a bad idea. Mm. Um, Should have been longer. Red Wings. My notes on them. They have ideal management in the sense that Steve Eiserman is running this ship in Arby, yes. who's one of the best and GMs him. in hockey. And he brought is he's brought in Lidstrom. He's brought in guys that know hockey. Like hockey guys like you read about, like you talk about. And that is good. Their Alavila is not putting his little stubby fingers on the Red Wings front office, so we are okay there. Okay, um, this is the team in our city who I'm second most bullish on. I feel good things. I can go to bed at night and I can picture Steve Eiserman raising a Stanley Cup as our GM. I can't even begin to think about Alavila fumbling around the World Series trophy. I can't. I can't picture him raising it. But you guys can close your eyes and see Steve Eiserman in a nice fresh suit in LCA raising that trophy. I can see mm. it. it. It'll happen. Okay, it'll happen. I do think I'll be the more bullish, naive guy. I think they do have a real chance to get in as an eight seed or so in the playoffs next year, now depending on depending on what offseason moves they make. You know, I think they're going to bring up their draft pick from last year, Edvinson, to play some yeah. D. They're going to have a nice little D line. Needle will save more pucks than he did last year. Uh, Vrana will be fully healthy. Maybe Bertuzzi will be allowed to play in Canada. I sure hope so. And I think that they can win some more games. They were kind of in the mix there in the middle of the year. They just need to have a little bit better stretch. And also, they're getting rid of Blasio, which I thought was a good move. I just It's not easy having a doorknob as your coach. So I think when we get some more competent people in place, um, they'll be ready to roll. I feel okay about the with all of that. 100% agree with all of that, what Grant said. I think it, it makes sense. I agree as well. Just, I have you know, no idea who we'd sign to help us. I would have been a little bit better this year. We still had the third worst goal differential in the entire league. Correct, because our defense. I thought we would be a little bit better, but we really weren't. We don't have much. A little worried, but I agree. Alavila not at the helm. That is very important. Huge. Probably the biggest X factor in the city right now. You do like a little flow chart of is that man leading your team? No. <laughs> yes. No equals have some optimism. Uh, I can't tell you what free agents that we should send or sign. I'm kind of curious. I my hopes there, up last year. Are so. there any guys? We were so close. We were in the running for Eichel. Eiserman didn't want to give up one of his first round picks. Speaking of the Red Wings, we have seven picks in the first four rounds. I hope we go one, one, two, two, one, one, two, twos, one third, and then one, two, three, four, and then three, fours. Okay. I like it. So we have capital there. I think valuable are fours in the NHL draft. It's all about your scouting department. I mean, we hit on Cider because everybody thought, oh, that's way too high for a German defenseman. And look at him. He's the best young defenseman in the NHL. We do have a dynamic duo. Um, Larkin he cares a lot. Power, he's, a, right? he's a leader. He's a captain. I still don't know if he's like he's the guy the that guy. can get you over the hump. Yeah, correct. He's not the guy guy. He's not like Ovechkin caliber, but he is a great first line. And then Lucas Raymond and Sider are definitely bona fide superstars. Yeah, like if you have two rookie of the year candidates that like can kind of 
make up like 80% star power of like excitement of a reason to watch. And then we're just going to add more to that with some more good rookies. Um, the biggest question I have for the Red Wings, basically for Evan, is where the timing is kind of a little stickier with them where can they get this thing turned around enough where we can make deep cup runs with Bertuzzi and Larkin as they turn to be like young 30-year-olds? Because I think they're both getting closer to 30. I think they're around 27 or 28, right? So we got to start moving so we can – because those are those are the core. And if, if we blow our window and they have to move on, then it's kind of like a mini reset to find more talent to, to build up. Uh, Larkin's our age, so okay. he's not quite – Close so is it is it Bertuzzi that's older then? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. But Evan, you can start answering. Um, I would say if we had to move on from one of them just to get the negative out of the way. Um, if you had to move on from one of them, I think Bertuzzi's the liability there because he's not a captain. He's had some you know off the ice issues. Injuries have also hurt him. Um, very talented, but I think there's still. NHL is weird where it's a very physical sport, but people play later into their 30s um, where still they can be produced. If if you're producing goals, they don't care who you are. You can you can find time on the ice. Um, and I think Larkin will be able to do that. I don't think he's lost a step yet. Um, he is having more surgeries here and there, but I still think you, there could be enough talent where they're leading the ship. I agree. And any guys you like to be our head coach? I don't know because I don't think it's going to be a like stop and shot guy. I don't think we're going to bring in a veteran guy to only like help this team for like two years and then bring in somebody else. I think the next person we're going to have is going to be somebody that Eiserman agrees with and has probably played with or worked with. And so they have the same vision of what the next two year plan is and then what's going to happen after that with free agency, with development of the farm system, with everybody that's currently on the roster. There'll be no butting heads. The New York Islanders assistant. Well, the New York Islanders just fired their head coach, so he might be able to just take that job. The main reason why I think my monkey excitement brain wouldn't want Barry Trotz to be your coach is because the style of hockey they play is like watching paint dry and I would want just some excitement I don't want to win two to one games I want to win a five to four game I know it's like not the best idea when you want to have playoff success because Barry Trotz did a lot with a little for the Islanders but that's like the main reason why I wouldn't want him as a casual hockey fan because I want excitement on the ice and not some like park the bus mentality defensively and just try to get like one transition goal that's how Alex's soccer club plays. I don't like that. No, no. We play Conti ball now. So <laughs> watch your mouth. Uh, there was one There was one other thought I had. Oh, I would be very encouraged if Steve Eisenman did make a, a somewhat splash in free agency to sign a guy I kind of know as a casual hockey fan. But all right, we're doing something. We're making a move. Kind of like how we sign Javi Baez and some guys just to give you that hope. Because I'd like to go into the season with some hope uh, with also the hope that it turns out better than the Tigers going into the season because that's always fun. So I'm looking forward to hopefully a somewhat exciting offseason where it's like, okay, they're getting things in place here. We're ready to roll. And our cap hit should be worth now where we're getting away from all these bad signings that Ken Holland had and the guarantee money that we should have to pay. You know, there's some some names out there. Um, you know, my initial plan A for Evan, if he was running the Red Wings, uh, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goodrow will be an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. 
he's going to be the prize possession in free agency. He's going to probably demand probably, I'm guessing, north of $9 million, maybe $10. Um, he's a name to hit. Uh, Thomas Hurdle. He plays for the Sharks. So uh, John Freed in seven. I'm Klingberg, worried about my time. Um, defenseman. So, I mean, there's enough players here that you would probably like. You need probably not the older guys. Like um, Chris but Letang. Correct. You're not going to sign those. Oh, I hope um, not. But It's just a matter if you yeah. can hit on the on these free agent signings that are going to actually like turn your franchise around or get you back in the playoffs. Hockey, when you said nine million, hockey contracts are so crazy compared to other sports. Like I'm some guy like Dwayne Dedman in the NBA probably makes nine million dollars and it's nothing. But like yeah. in, in they're like the premier free agent science getting like nine million a year, which seems is a lot for the sport. Uh but I don't know. I think our consensus that I feel like is Red Wings are they're on the way still. I think they're about to be in year three of the rebuild. This was year two. So we are getting there. We are slowly moving We've on. We've sucked since 2015. Yeah. But Iserman comes like in, I guess, since, so changes the rebuild, sort of. Yeah, like it's Iserman is the rebuild. You want a hometown kid, Andrew Kopp, play that Skyline. I want Johnny uh, Hockey, Evan, and you told me we'd get him last year. I said my 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 plan was perfect. Eichel demanded a trade, and it was all in running. Get Eichel. You'd have to give up your first-round pick. Um. Well, we had the eighth, so we could have um, had Eichel sign Johnny Hockey, and then we have one of the best first liners in the NHL, and then we would be at LCA for a Red Wings playoff game. Yes, with, be a, nice. with a rally with a rally towel sneaking an octopus. Alex, you would bring in the octopus and throw yes. it on the ice, and you wouldn't pee in the drain and get fired for it. <laughs> yes, shout out that guy. Else, <laughs> um, the Pistons now. This is the team I am most bullish on in our city stones the stoners as you were last year that you know why one pick was going to be in the playoffs because of that number one pick proved to me this year that Cade is the guy he is the most sure well i guess most sider will be a superstar but basketball is a little more intimate pretty good too less players on the court and they don't wear any masks any face covering. Cade is the superstar of the city right now. He is mm-hmm. the guy. He will be our John Morant. He will be our Devin Booker in a couple of years. He has shown it in year one, going at the league's best on a pretty poop with a, a poopy point guard trying to get him the ball. Uh, we have a real chance to get playoff action, as in like a play-in game well, next season. About Killian Hayes. Yeah, I did. Are you- but he won't. He won't have that. Killian will be the sixth man of the year. Uh, Thank you. So I'll take good. that. I'll take that. Thank yeah. you. Do not six man of the year. <laughs> six man assist guy of the year. Probably not actually winning the award. Good looking dude. Yeah, he's got a full sleeve too. Jalen Brunson's playing his way out of a nice contract that is affordable. So, guess what? Killing we got bags to unload because we're off going to be off Blake Griffin's contract. Mm-hmm. But how, how do you guys do? We have a lot. Uh, the most in the NBA going into this offseason. The Pistons in the rebuild yeah. process. That makes me wiggle. But the fringy class from esteemed reporters is meh this year. Well, esteemed meh. reporters don't know shit. So the Pistons in the rebuild process, what year is this? Don't know. All I know is that. This is Weaver's. This will be, this will be Weaver's third year. They yes. check all the boxes of a successful rebuild superstar check 
cap space, check, check, check. competent GM so far who's getting rid of all check. bad players and bad contracts. Check. Very so, good role players to already have superstar. good young players to go with Cade in Sadiq Bay. Utilize the 19th pick in the draft to find a potential fringe all-star Chris Middleton type. Do we have two first-round picks? No. No. We have one. Well, we, well, we, we trade really only have, We really only have like yes. one main one. We don't have much until even like the second round. I thought round. you said the 19th pick. What? No, Sadiq Bay. We Sadiq used Bay. the 19th pick on Sadiq oh. Bay. Oh. Yeah. Finding My good bad. talent after hit the lottery. And Isaiah Stewart, who is a solid player. Really good player off the bench for a playoff team, I'd say. He could be. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm feeling good about the Pistons. Um, they're going to have to, what, the lottery's a week from today? Yeah, it could be. Not, yeah, I think it's seven weeks the lottery is. Yeah, we'll find out where we pick. So that could be exciting. Could have another number one pick, and I'd probably poop my pants. Not going to yeah, say I'll poop on the floor like, if we get it. Till but. it's probably Chet. And it's like, uh, no, I don't think. Well, I think we. The athletic says that we love Chet. All the smoke right now is we would take Chet at one. So hopefully the lottery gods bless us so we don't have to make that decision. Maybe we'll be two. We can take Jabari. Give us third. Third sounds great to Keegan me. Keegan Murray for third? No. No. Paolo Chet, Paolo, or, or Jabari. And hopefully oh, Chet yeah. goes and won the, the first two. Anyways, so yeah, they have a. And then the last checkbox is they have another, you know, top. At what minimum? I think it's top seven. Don't yeah. think it can be outside the top seven. You know, you know what the one hiccup is, right, guys? That we got the elephant in the room of this franchise right now. Drafting Casey, Dwayne Casey. I mm. don't mind Dwayne Casey. I think, I think he's, he's going to become our one more year. I think he's going to become our Jeff Blashill. Yeah, so he can go one more, and then you're going to have to find some like up and coming guy, Steve like a Nash type. Like who? The guy, the Taylor Jenkins, who took over the Grizzlies. Like no one was talking about Taylor Jenkins, really. Like diehard NBA fans were, but we're gonna need our guy Weaver to identify the next guy like that to like find not get not get not get Doc Rivers Rivers in a playoff series. You know, like not just continually Mm -hmm. blow series leads. Mm -hmm. And I I like Dwayne Casey a lot. I just as the NBA advances, I just feel like there's a blueprint kind of for these successful playoff teams, and they kind of have these. Innovative younger coaches to Nick Nurse's growing trees to Juan Howard. Wow, short drive down the road. Okay, Tom Izzo. I'm not. No, no, Izzo okay. would not translate. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. I don't want either of them. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of. I was mainly joking. DJ. Well, Juan Howard will get an NBA job at some point, so I guess he would be. Yeah, he, he a phone call. Will. Um. This also a big part of this goes back to the visualization visual oh that's tough. Slow down. The visualization test that I used for Steve Eiserman. Still, still not right. No, I know, I agree. That's not sound good. Visualization? I I can't do it either. V- say it, try it, Evan. Visualize <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough head. one. Uh, you you screwed us, Grant. That's on visual you. visualization. Got it. Visualization it. is how visualization. it says it on Oxford Dictionary. Visualization. Visualization. Uh, for, <laughs> for the uh, for Steve Eiserman uh, lifting the cup, I can visualize Cade Cunningham making massive shots down the stretch of a playoff series, and like just giving that snarl with the flex, 
that he was doing against Kevin Durant in the Nets by himself. So I can see that happening. So I know in my mind this franchise is in good hands. I can't quite visualize uh, the Pistons holding the Larry O'Brien trophy yet. But I can see them winning some playoff series and being super competitive and having Charles Barkley and Shaq talk about us pregame in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like that, that I'm not ready to get to that, NBA Finals level yet. Oh, he's a dog. He's a dog, Chuck. That Cade, he's a dog. Like you yeah, can't no, picture. I can see them praising Cade quite a bit. I just we're not there the rest you, of the way yet. You can't picture Cade being handed to Larry O'Brien, then handing it off to Sadiq as Cade accepts the smaller Larry O'Brien for being the most valuable player in the finals. Well, Grant, I you need two that. superstars, so we need to once we draft our next superstar, then we'll be good. Then I can see it. Hello. Or we or we buy our next too as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to do that this year. There's some guys. Uh, Hypothetical trade for you guys I thought about. I have no idea if this works on either end. And I don't know if it's fair, but I just make this about it. Yes, this is from my own brain. It was inspired by an article I was reading, but the actual trade specifics were from my brain. I was like, how would that work? Um, Because this is a guy we flirted with a while uh, our guy SGA, who's just lurking with the Thunder. We know Troy Weaver loves him. Um, I love him. Alex loves him. Sus. Evan loves him. He just doesn't know it yet. Mm. We get we give up Jeremy Grant, who's going to be a hot little trade piece this offseason. Uh, and let's say we get the third pick, because that's what we're slotted at right now. So a big boy trade. Jeremy Grant in the third pick in the draft. For SGA in the twelfth pick in the draft, oh, that's, Jesus Christ, done. So they wouldn't do that. They would I'm never guessing. give the twelfth oh, pick okay. as well. They would need the third and probably Jeremy Grant, and we get and then we get like a one of their young dudes. That yeah, but not the, as good. the third pick would hypothetically be an SGA type player based on how people view that pick in this draft too. So yeah, we can't losing. get the twelfth in return as well. Yeah, but the twelfth, we could just trade the third pick for SJ and get rid of and keep Jeremy Grant. They can keep the twelfth. Didn't they not even take like the first pick for SJ, or did they? I forget how that went down last year. They offered SGA and the sixth for the first pick. Oh wow, wow, woo wee wow! That was a, that's a haul. Yeah, and I said I, I would, would I would do that for sure no. this year. I would do that for in oh. a second this year. So well, we got Cade, so I think it was no. worth yeah. not doing. It's a, yeah, because we identified because we are basketball sharps. We identified Cade as a guy. I don't, I don't feel that good. I don't feel as strong about Cade as any player in this draft. I would do that trade in a second this year. I yeah. think yeah, Cade's much better. Not much, but Chet, he's definitely better than all the rest. If we had the, the third pick, I mean, I'd give them the third pick, Shea, for like their nineteenth, twentieth. Don't Let's they make have it exciting. like four Let's find first a round picks? They got a few. I would even take. I would later. take back a second rounder, even dude. Whatever worked. I because Shea is that guy. Shea's probably better than any of the first three picks in this draft. And there's your superstar. And then you can go buy someone else. Maybe I don't know. And Shea's that, got a big contract. <laughs> but now I'm all in on Jalen Brunson. So that's gonna yep. get rid of that. What do you mean, Jalen? Be point guard. Shea kind of plays point guard too. <sighs> Well, so OKC Thunder will own Shea four of the, the top thirty-four picks. Wow, you can't even. They're just simply teams. not going to have enough money. They have to. It. No, they have time. to trade them because you can't have that many rookies. They're doing some weird stuff over there, and you know what? Who's perfect for them is Chet. Chet screams Oklahoma City Thunder. Dude, they're talk about a rebuild. They've been rebuilding forever. 
Yeah, and in a more irrelevant city than ours, which is some would argue that's tough to do. Eventually, well, OKC's yeah, in front of us, and no, they're not in front of us. We're, we're third. Yeah, we're, we're the yeah, same we're the odds. First, but we can drop to seventh in a oh. doomsday scenario. They have the fourth and twelfth best odds, lottery odds, and they also have the thirtieth pick. So I just they can't could t- technically I- be one and two in a crazy world. <laughs> yes. That would be sweet. My, uh, well, then maybe they'd have to trade maybe a little SGX so they can pay these guys in the future. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. I just keep them. Besides the Dwayne Casey thing, I think a big elephant in the room with this franchise is Jeremy Grant and what happens to him this offseason. Are you guys in, as we sit here today, on camp keep Jeremy Grant or get rid of Jeremy Grant? Not get rid of trade. I don't want to be mean to the guy. The pen, uh, I'm basically cool with him leaving but it kind of depends i guess on who we draft you could hypothetically keep him if you drafted like a big you could keep him as a wing but if you draft a wing then definitely don't need him i'm more so like i don't want to get fleeced in the trade i don't you know and troy want to trade him for nothing troy will know that based on what the offers were at the trade deadline and if they've gotten better but if you don't trade him now, then you're going to either have to re-sign him or he's just going to leave for nothing. Well, I guess he's going to leave after one more year of production for you. And I guess if you're trying to milk out the rebuild another year of sucking, then that could help. I don't know. I just, I want to start winning some games and I want to be playing meaningful games and pushing for a 10 seed. Because how hard is it to be the 10th seed in a, I mean, division. Or but if you trade him hard. for a pick... The likelihood of that pick being immediately better than Jeremy Grant, who is like an established good basketball player in the NBA, is low. So you'll probably be pushing yeah. the timeline out more. By but he also, he's missed so many games. But you could get rid of Grant, sign two other free agents with, with his cap hit. You could sign two free agents and with get the cap a space that we have pick. and the cap space you would get from getting rid of Grant plus our draft pick. Now you have three players instead of just keeping Grant and having – well, you'd sign players. at least one with Jeremy. Correct, but you're, if you get rid of the cap hit, you could sign like two bona fide studs. Yeah, just whoever you sign has to be better than Jeremy Grant. So you get rid of Jeremy. No it doesn't take much. Get rid of He's Jeremy. Pretty decent. You get rid of Jeremy Grant and you bring in Paolo or Jabari, mm-hmm. and then either Benedict Matherin or Mark Williams or Malachi Branham. In that range, and you could, and then you, uh, anywhere from like eight to fifteen, twenty, eight to twenty, eight to fifteen, eight to fifteen. Jeremy Grant's gonna be given. We get a first round pick for Jeremy Grant. You get like a top ten pick for Jeremy, like like ten around the ten range for Jeremy Grant, based on. I did, I did the numbers. I, I looked at, uh, I looked at, uh, what should we call it? Past trades of like forwards, and I know this from a Shams leak. Now it kind of messed it up. If because Portland, if you look at the draft lottery now, Portland has the sixth pick. They would have also had the eighth pick, I believe, from the Lakers. But they, the Pelicans ended up getting it. And the, Portland was going to give us the eighth pick for Jeremy Grant. They're going to try to make that trade happen this offseason if they had had it. So I think Jeremy Grant will go in that range. Who? I think by the time we get to the that actual trade? draft, the... Uh... The Pelicans we'll like fifteen or later. Pick. I would be stunned if we got a top ten pick for him. What about what about Cleveland? 
why would they? We should definitely be able to get a top fifty Clippers for Jeremy Grant. I'm just thinking teams passes. are like on the borderline of the playoffs. Alex, they could actually like use a forward like right now. I don't know why Portland would be one of those teams anymore. I mean, they traded. Well, Jeremy tried. To, they're just trying not to piss off Dame. No, the Cleveland definitely could. I don't know if they'd be able to because they botched the whole Karis Levert thing. But they were looking for a player of that caliber, and Jeremy Grant's better, much better than Karis Levert. Jeremy Grant would be a. Larry O'Brien winner as the third option on like a good team. Like he's better than Tobias Harris. Like he he would be a very good player on a playoff team. Yeah, like their third good, piece. Good third guy on a good team. I mean, he's a 20 point per game guy. He just has some injury problems. We've also been sitting him sometimes for the rebuild. I mean, he's he's good. I just think he's very like ball dominant at times and we kind of just want to be running the 20 show. 20 point per guy on a good team chance no but he can definitely have like a 30 point game in a playoff series to win you a game when you need it if jeremy grant was on the Cavs in the game against the hawks they would have not lost probably true 100 percent. i agree 100 he's a, he's a solid defender too i mean he's like he's a troy weaver uh, lanky guy he can guard multiple positions so it can yeah. make sense in the heat looking at their team right now yeah but it'll be curious to see we what take the trade Duncan ends Robinson's up bad contract oh no he's way overpaid He's gonna pay a lot of money. No, I know. So I wonder what they would. I wonder what they would trade him for now. The twenty fifth. Yeah. No thanks. I would take it. He could absolutely snipe. That's bias, Grant. I mean, no. Yeah, I like. I like having players on my teams that I like. (laughs) Yeah. Sue me. You just want a top ten pick for Jeremy Grant. Now you'll settle for Duncan Robinson. Not for fifteen million. Sixteen million. His cap hit is atrocious. But if he puts up, if he puts up the numbers, he's not going to be a twenty point per game. He's worse than Jeremy Grant. If he puts up the numbers he did before, then the contract's worth it. That's like that's what he was supposed to make based on the year he had. He just needs. I don't know. Ask for that foreign dude. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. And Miami fans, Miami fans want him to play. So who knows what's going on down there in South Beach? It's a weird place. We've been there. Weird things happen in Miami. Mm -hmm. As cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Lions. Football. I'm hopeful for this team. I think this team will be playing meaningful games post Thanksgiving this season. No. Define meaningful. No, no, no. We are no, no. Don't as in that. we are in the in the hunt graphic post Thanksgiving. Like they you don't put cut too us many off. teams in that. That's Correct. not Which, really in the hunt. Yes, it is. What's our you what's go, our win loss after Thanksgiving? How many games do you play by Thanksgiving? That's the question that you're gonna need to give me the answer to. Well, I uh, September, <laughs> October eight. So you're probably Doesn't nine, the schedule 10 games come out deep? tomorrow? No, the twelfth. Mm-hmm. We'll probably talk about it next show. Thursday. Eleven, twelve. All right. You're like 12 on. games in. You only have a month left of the One, season. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Give or take whenever your buy is. I think it's like 10. Of course, it doesn't say on this. The dates, that's not going to work, Alex. One, two, <laughs> eight, nine, I just think we're going to be on the 11 in the games. Gonna, yeah, we'll be below. We'll be like below 500. This team could be five and six. Okay, fine. If five and six is in the hunt, maybe. Yes. It is. Gonna hover around, if you're hovering around 500 during the hunt all Okay, year. but Dude, now like, that you say that out loud, that's not saying much. Correct. Correct. But it's better than last year. I said I'm hopeful, though. Our like, I think schedule will be is better. easier than last year. Yep. And I well, think we're not going to pull like a... Say, we don't know the order. 
It doesn't matter about the order. It's just about the win percentage we based play on the team Bodie, that we play. We play the Bodie order teams. matters at if we play a bunch of good teams in the, the beginning order, of the season. Correct. The order is going to matter oh, I guess if we're playing meaningful games in. But I'm saying record-wise, schedule-wise, we play butt cheeks teams. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we so were 9 and one at that point last year, so it's yeah, not. We're gonna to be we're gonna be on in the hunt graphics in my mind, and that is that's we're not gonna pull a tigers. We're actually gonna live up to like a little bit of hope. We're gonna be, all right. We're gonna be better than last year. That's the plan. Uh, yeah, we should whereas, be better than last. Whereas year, the Bears are preparing themselves to stink like poop. Okay, we're like Bears okay, are worse than us. Are we better than the Jaguars? Evan, elite transition right here. The athletic. Just dropped a power rankings post draft article, and I had some gripes with it. So let's look at who wrote this. Lindsey Jones, May tenth, twenty twenty two. She power ranked all thirty two teams in the NFL, and I think there's some teams in front of us that are BS. But also, there are probably some teams behind us that are better than us. So out of thirty two teams, I've got to the chase. She put us at twenty six, which doesn't feel too bad. Well, that feels terrible, Grant. That means we suck. Well, we are the top. Top eight pick in the draft. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, that feels right. It's right? pick are six. Good? Feels well, good to get Bryce Young. I think we're we're gonna be He's like not gonna go six. Will Levis is going number one overall. Oh Jesus! Worst mock. Saw that today. I saw that today. It was right, disgustingly teams, bad. Teams behind us: the Texans. That makes sense to me. It's horrendous. The Jaguars are ranked behind us. They're at thirty-one. That makes sense to me. Yep. Sure. The Bears and Falcons are tied for. 29th that feels solid yep i agree with that falcons are similar to us the giants no. panthers are tied at 27 panthers don't have a quarterback okay who are you taking right now golf or sam darnold golf who are you taking right now dan campbell or matt rule dan campbell yeah i mean i just think those teams are talent wise similar to us Giants I mean, they do have Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey can win them whatever game they want, but he's got to be on the field the last couple of two years. He has got DJ Moore. I mean, they're like, oh, they're all right. They suck. But. All right, and then there's us at 26, and now there's some names in front of us that I think are a little poo poo. As of right now, Grant, I don't think there's any team behind us that you can say no. That team's definitely better. there's no definitive team behind us right. that's better than us. You can hear arguments on either side. Now the Seahawks are in front of us, and I don't get that. Drew Lock is butt. They are not going to be better than us. It's because of the Seahawks like winning. Yeah, they got a better it's, coach. It's, it's it's bad. I don't understand. Isn't didn't Bobby Wagner leave too? Yeah, didn't everyone a leave? Better division. They're playing in a better division. I don't agree with that. No, they are not going to be better than us. They're going to be terrible now. Unless K nine is going to go crazy, go mm. brazy, and pull Ke- the and pull uh, Christian McCaffrey. But still, even with that, like you said, they're playing heavy hitters. Uh, six six games against heavy hitters in the league. They are the, gonna the, be. They bad. should go zero and six in those games. Yeah. Then you have the Jets, which is insulting to me that you put it's a Zach every Wilson single year, team. It's after the draft. They're like, oh my gosh, this team's yeah. got so much better. They have a lot of talent, but Jared Goff is better than Zach Wilson until Zach Wilson shows me something. So they should not be ahead of us. How did the Jets do last year? They put the Carson Wentz led Commanders in front of us. Their defense is defensive yeah, front no, is solid. Well, now our defensive front is Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson. No, I mean yeah, Jameson Williams. They were St. Brown. better than us. Jameson Williamson Heineke isn't did. playing until October. Jared Goff is better than Carson Wentz. So Not again, really. I go back to the court. The yes, same. he is. They're the same no. quarterback. Grant Carson Wentz is disgusting. Carson Wentz l- takes teams at least like 
well past the in the hunt graphic. Carson Wentz was on one of the most talented teams in the league, and they lost to the Jaguars to miss out on the playoffs. They suck. It might have been the Jared Texans, Goff fumbled but they, 35 times in the first four games. Jared Goff was throwing to cardboard boxes last year. Carson Wentz had one of the best defenses, had the best and running back in the entire to? league, and the best who offense throwing had to? Michael Pittman on his team. Michael and, Pittman is and your the best, guy. And the best running back in the entire league, and they were Who's fully healthy. receivers? 50-year-old T.Y. Hilton? The best Zach running back. Pascal? Alex, they had the best running back in their entire league. Entire league. They had not much injury problems, and they couldn't make the playoffs. Carson Wentz is terrible at football. They and ran I would the ball much- 60 times a game. Carson Wentz wasn't even asked to do anything. It, it still couldn't make the playoffs. Carson Wentz sucks. Washington's better than us. I disagree. Well, you'll see. And it shouldn't be a lock. It's a lock. They're better than no. us. No. They had Taylor Heineke playing quarterback last year, who was gonna be, awful, and they were gonna better be the than Giants. Carson Wentz. Washington's going to beat the Giants twice. Should. They'll, pro- they'll probably beat Dallas yeah, at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They would beat I us. I do not see them splitting with the Giants. No, we'd beat the Commanders. We will beat the Commanders this year. We will beat the Commanders this year. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shake on it. Unless there's crazy circumstances with injuries. But Carson Wentz is a joke. Do you remember our defense still, like, stinks? Did it get that much better, Grant? Jeff Okuna sucks. I don't think the Commanders is some amazing, amazing unit. They have it's a really that. good D-line. Okay. And that matters well, we just, a lot. We just, beefed up, we just beefed, beefed up ours. Continue. I mean, there's really not many more teams after that because they're teams that have quarterback problems, but they're historically better franchises. Like the next two teams are the Steelers and the Saints. Are there any teams out there that you think are shouldn't be ahead of us? Other than no. Washington? No. Then we don't need to go through it. I think that's about it. But I don't think that, I don't think these rankings are putting in the fact of like team schedule. Well, they can't. Well, yes, they can. They, they know, know the who team, everyone they know plays. the opponents, but you know, Evan, teams get better though. It's not well, like breaking news. The last week of the regular season, you always play divisional opponent. Okay, there's that. The Jaguars don't have Urban Meyer anymore. They're not going to be as bad as they were. The Lions aren't going to play in a primetime game. You know all the ah, they might get one. You no, know honestly, all of the. I have. I think the Jaguars have a games. better chance to, like, you, you could. You could talk me into if they they had a perfect season, they'd be better than Commanders because Trevor Lawrence is better than Carson Wentz. You just hate Carson Wentz. This is just a biased thing you got going. I get he's not some superstar, but he is not like toilet bowl. I don't hate him. I just I think he's toilet bowl garbage at quarterback. I think he's very bad. I think he's like comparable to our quarterback, and that's the problem that you're not seeing because Jared Goff was historically horrendous as well. I don't think Jared Goff is good by any means, and I don't think we'll ever win a playoff game with him as our quarterback, but I think he's more competent than Carson Wentz. Now, I don't know why, but... Anyways, speaking of the elephant in the room for the Lions, my thoughts on them is I like the people that are in charge of our organization right now, and I think they've done smart things across the board. However, we don't have a quarterback yet. That is the big elephant in the room with our organization right now. Yeah. And if you're good this year, you're not getting Bryce Young. So mm. don't tell me that. Well, Why can't we trade up? We could. Because no one's. Two first round picks. Because if the, the teams that we think are going to suck, suck, 
like the Falcons and the Texans, the Giants and the Texans, there's no chance they're passing on him. And you've already said that, Grant. No, I actually think they. Yeah, I do. But I'm surprised you're saying that because you told me that they like the Texans would be cool to run it back with Davis Mills over Bryce Young or CJ well, Stroud. I just think the Texans won't be that terrible. They're going to be bad. Like they're not going to win more than five games. That's pretty yeah, bad. But I can easily see us win like four games. <laughs> no way. We what, won. Th- what happened? We won. We won three, and we like tied one, and we had Tim Boyle slinging the ball around last year. Tim Boyle is the worst quarterback in the entire NFL. Yeah, no, he is really bad. <laughs> uh, I just don't know what like happened to think that we're now going from three wins to seven or whatever you're gonna say. No, yeah, I think adding four wins makes a lot of sense for this team. I don't see why you're having a hard time thinking that. Uh, I know Evan feels the same way. You think we're just going to run back? You think we're going to run back three and 13 again or three and 14? I think we'll be like five and 12. Two more wins. Six, maybe. When we just came off one of the hardest schedules in the league last year with our quarterback that isn't great, but missed a bunch of the season and had cardboard cutouts he was throwing to when we just got your guy of the draft who will be able to play at some point this season, and we had the number two pick in the draft, which should help our D-line, and we had two of our... One, one of our probably best defensive player tore his Achilles last year. He'll be back at some point. And we also have a high draft pick and a cornerback who I'm not going to give up on yet, also tore his Achilles in game one. And wow. we also made some signings. And our offensive line didn't play a single snap altogether last year fully healthy. Like, I don't understand how we're going to be like two games better. Jamison Williams and Aquara could easily go on the pup and miss the first six games. Okay. Okay. That's our. Well, then Jamison Williams is a liar. Then I want to be a little upset that he's telling everyone he's going to be ready by camp. He could be ready. We could just not push it, you know? Well, then we're dumb because if he says he's ready for camp, Number he's a dog. Number two, you have Anzalone and Jared Davis playing linebacker. You don't know that. Oh, As the starters. Derek Barnes. Oh, that's good. It's more exciting. Uh, Jeff Okuda. Not going to be mean about it because you said I had to give him a chance, so I'll give him a chance. But we're just, we didn't get crazy more talented because we added two dudes, three dudes. It's 22 players to play, plus special teams. Two dudes isn't just going to make you like five wins better. Yeah, but I mean, there's, I know obviously the Minnesota win was last second, so that could have gone the other way. But there also was several losses we had that could have easily gone to wins on last second field goals where miraculous stuff happened. And you just, they could have won five games easily last year. So why can't they do it? Well, well, teams that know how to win, win games that are close. We, as an organization, don't know how to win those games. When have we done That's just a loser excuse of like past stuff. You're telling me a bunch of guys that had a bunch of devastating losses are just going to not think about that at the end of a game in crunch time? Like, wow, remember when we lost this game by that terrible Yeah, I, I do. I do. I actually think that they'll go into week one this year, and if they're in a tight game, they're not going to be thinking about week one from or you the Justin Tucker game. You remember that I don't Dan Campbell so. made like several question, questionable coaching decisions last year? He tried yeah. to run the ball 70 times in one game, basically. Every coach, every coach every in the play. Every, Every coach in the NFL gets drunk and does crazy shit. John Harbaugh kept going for two and they kept losing. Uh, the Chargers coach went for it on fourth down every time and they stopped getting it and they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So, like, so alarming great coaches. Sucks. No. Dan I'm Campbell's saying, not, has no, has not done anything to deserve great coach. No, 
But I'm saying every coach in the NFL, Andy Reid is the worst clock management timeout coach almost in the history of the sport. Okay, and one of and the best to, offensive minds in the entire game. I'm just saying the argument. I'm not going to listen to your argument of he did dumb stuff. Every coach in the NFL does dumb stuff. Okay, but Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin stepped on a football field and tried to kick. Mike Tomlin tried to trip a kick returner in a game and got lucky enough to not get flagged for it. Every coach has done really idiotic shit saying, in the NFL. Just saying, I don't know why we think that Dan Campbell all of a sudden is a great coach. I'm not saying we should be out on him, but he hasn't done anything to prove anything. He just, I never. People I, like I, I I never said Dan Campbell was a great coach. No, but you were you were going in this direction of great coaching and blah blah blah. So no, you you started it by saying Dan Campbell did a bunch of dumb stuff at the end of games. I go every coach in the NFL does dumb stuff at several weeks in a row. Yes. Yeah, and those teams sucked. We suck. I don't know what you want me to say. We're going to be sweet next year. No, I don't. It, it would not be surprising if we won five games. You wouldn't sit here and be that stunned. You'd be like, oh, SOL, man, same old lines. No, I would be pretty stunned and pretty feeling like the Tigers, how I feel about the Tigers right now. Evan, how would you feel? I'd be stunned. I think we're going to win more than five games. I think we could and should. I'm just saying I'm not going to be surprised if we only won five games. I won't be surprised. But that's what I'm asking. I feel like this team is definitely better. Like in Grant, I'm on Grant's 100 on Grant's side. I'm not, I'm going to cancel Alex as a Lions fan. So uh, I think that yes, on paper the Lions are better. Five is now. I think about it, five is also really splitting hairs because I said six on last week's show when we did the over under. I said the line was about six. So I, uh, I like I said, I didn't listen to it, so I didn't know what your over under was. I'd be stunned if they repeat and won three games again, if they were a basic I think that, in the league. Well, I will just say I think they'll be better. They're better on paper. I'm just not as hopeful, I guess, as you. Evan, what gives you hope for next season? Uh, knock on wood. Uh, we're all going to stay healthy. Um, yes. Offensive line will actually play all together. That'd Swift be would be healthy. Golf will be healthy. We have better weapons offensively. And year two – uh, defensively scheme, you're two under Dan Campbell. Everything's not going to repeat themselves. All the bad things aren't going to happen again. You're going to learn from your mistakes. You're going to move on from them. Plus, the schedule is a thousand times easier. So, we were bad last year and we beat a playoff team. So, yep. The and we actually beat two playoff teams. And you always got to bank on the one or two, uh, like asterisk wins at the end of the year when the Packers are playing Jordan Love and we stink and we just rip one off. So that could happen again this year. Those don't matter. Plus our division, I mean, Bears are going to seem worse. Packers are worse than us. Vikings, we can beat them once. Are the Bears worse than us or are they the same? Bears are worse than us. They're worse. I don't think they have any real strength right now. They can't protect their quarterback to save their life. Their offense is bad yeah we should rack up players we should it's hard to win any game in the nfl no nfl team is like an absolute joke like a guarantee to win i don't think they have a single like real offensive like weapon on their team they have a young quarterback that has potential to be good i think velas jones is like their best wideout they drop like i don't mooney okay all pro darnell mooney (laughs) i'm just saying there's no it's not like college sports where you're playing the lady of the blind and you're guaranteed to win. Like you can lose every game in the NFL and it wouldn't be surprising. You also win. The no, Jags beat the Bills last no, year. No, Alex, if we lost every game last year, I'm not saying stunning. that. I'm just saying I, I would take a poop on our floor. 
If we I think you also win games, you're not supposed to. Yes, correct. I didn't mean you would lose. We're going to lose every game. I mean, if we play the Jags and they're awful and they're like zero and six and we're like five and two and we lost, I wouldn't be surprised because it's the NFL that happens all the time. Be a little surprised because we're not Mr. Positive and you're Mr. Negative because we're not. I'm just. I just watch this show every season and it's it's hard to be like, yeah, we're going to be really good. You said it all leading up to the Where draft. We the have positive- to address defense, and we did things that you didn't want us to do. And you're sitting there saying Jameson Williams is going to be a monster. Yeah, monster. he's going to he's be, gonna a, good be player. a monster. He's going to be a superstar. Yeah, who's disagreeing with that? Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase got their teams in the hunt. Jameson should do the same for us. Uh, Kirk Cousins is better than Jerry Goff. Not by like a crazy amount. Our offensive line is better than Minnesota's. Agreed. Facts. Cincinnati's Big a better facts. team than us, so that's not really. Cincinnati went out and spent it on their defense, so that's yeah. why. Correct. I'm curious to see how good the Vikings are this year. It's kind of a wild card. They, they are just big year for Kirk. He's got to really play or that, that new coach and GM. Are like, we okay. beat the Vikings last year, Alex, when they were in the playoff race. What are you yelling at me for? I didn't even say anything. I was just saying how say we're, you just you were saying how like we're basically going to lose all the games like we did last year. No, I didn't say that at all. I said ex- expect us to be better, and we're better on paper. I'm not going to be surprised if we stink, though. Well, you're telling you're putting words in our mouth that Grant and I never said. So, oh, I just said that I could see us winning less than seven games. I do not want to be picking in a top ten of next year's draft. I would like it if we were picking inside the top three next year. Well, then what the <laughs> f*** do you want, Evan? <laughs> I'm a happy of both worlds, but you like... can't have we're both. Picking in t- we can't have both. Um, well, if we were picking can, in the top three... You're mocking me. If you're picking the top three, it means we're guaranteed to get one of the quarterbacks. That means we f***ing sucked. We're trading with there, Alex. Yeah, that means we're really bad. Yeah, it's going to suck, but like... That would when be everything started, I just said happens, and then when we started, you guys are going to be happy seven. about it. Right that now, means, I'm going to be Mr. Positive. 2022 is supposed to be positive. We're in May. We had a successful draft. Uh, you actually texted when we drafted Josh Pascal that you hated it, and it was a terrible pick. I bring up the receipts. I never said that. I'll find it. But keep <laughs> I think you might have, Evan. You were mad about it. But anyways, at the end of the day, and this is why this segment is so good with this team, is because no matter how bad this team is, it's still football. It's it's always going to get us excited because it is the best sport in the world, and it's the Premier League. And also, guys, we can look forward to this, Hard Knocks buzz. So we're going to be really juiced Hard up for this team be fun. come opening week. Like We are going to be ready to get hurt again. And hopefully, we get maybe a couple early wins to sustain the interest in this team longer than last year. Uh, and, just to go back to that it, text, uh, it was actually Cody. Well, there's two different group chats. The first one I found is Cody said, uh, F off when we drafted Pascal and Evan said, preach exclamation point. So not quite terrible pick, but I believe he said something in another chat about it as well. So you did like not like those, that pick Evan. No, but Evan could just play a retweets or not endorsements. He was just telling Cody to go off and express himself. <laughs> Spin zone. I didn't say anything about Oh, Pascal. hate it. F- our back seven. <laughs> That's from you. Yeah, you. you I, didn't hate the, I didn't hate Pascal. I just. We were not a, 
addressing. So the you back weren't stuff. totally thrilled about our draft, at least at one point. I never. No, I never said that. Huge just, factor in how many wins on how many wins we get is uh, what number does Jamison Williams wear? That's gonna yeah gonna can't be eighty wins on its own. Jeff Okuda, stop being selfish. You're not good enough to wear that jersey. Okay, well we don't need to mention him. Well, he's the one stealing his number. No, Jamison can can be six. He was six at Ohio State. Um, he's built for number one. I kind of want to make the executive decision to do the state of our college teams a different show since we went longer on the four of these. I think that's good because we have some submitted questions here we can get to at the very end. Yeah, and we're pretty um, ways away from. College yeah, we'll do we'll do them like as we get closer into the summer. Sometime in the summer when it's slow. We're in quite the dead um, period of college sports right now. Let's do two of the sports related ones and then we'll do quickly the other three that aren't really sports related uh f- goes into this of the state of the union address who is the face of detroit sports right now we've done this question before i'm i'll have to go back and look to see how they've changed i think i don't remember what i said the first time but Cade is now the face i think i said sadiq bay the first time Cade now is my new Life. answer i will go Cade as well Yeah, I would have to say Cade as well. Um, Recency bias, and plus the Tigers are sucking. I think if one of them were doing well with the Tigers, I think we would say that. But that's true. Yeah, yeah Tigers' awful start kind of killed that chance of uh, anybody saying that. I don't think great. You could say Aiden Hutchinson, man. I don't think that's going to be. I don't think he's the face yet because there's a lot of people in the state that don't really like him, and he's got to prove it. And if he's good, then I think he'll be embraced. And I don't think. Like you said with the coaching, like you're not going to say a Dan Campbell at this point hasn't done anything. He will be if if the Lions become good. Dan Campbell will be the face of this city. He will be you the guy we go to has, bat for. Uh, he has like the best odds to win Coach of the Year this year. No way. Released today, like uh, I guess he had the well, most bets placed on him to win Coach of the Year. All right, the odds which would moved be... his odds to like near the best. Well, now I have to go look. Well, you're so backtracking now. What's the answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm going to throw out the next one while I go look this up. This is this one came from my brain because I think it's very – it might be obvious, might not be. If you could bring in one single active pro sports player to Detroit, who would it be and why? We can, we can just do – yeah, I say we do – you just have to pick one in total, not one for each of the four sports because I think that this will make the question harder, just one sport, one player in general. Uh, do you want me to go first? I have an answer. Yeah. Do uh, it. Patrick Mahomes for the lie downs. And to, to see uh, Cody and Y get mad. Oh, my God. It'd be great. He'd be leading us to victory, and they would be mad about it. be hilarious. I would bring in Jacob DeGrom to the Tigers. What? Oh, wow. I mean, nasty pitcher, but Evan... The rest of the team can't hit, so what would change? You have a guy that's going to go out there every fifth day and you're guaranteed to win. But isn't he always hurt? Evan, I hate that answer. I don't like the answer. Everybody gets hurt. He's the best that doesn't really solve any of our problems. In the words of Jake Arrieta, he's the best pitcher of the last like, 10, 15 years. But it doesn't make us any – it makes us like – Having the best pitcher in baseball? games, I guess, if he, what, how many times do they start a year? Like 20 something times? 
like Patrick Mahomes has won one Super Bowl. Like, do we get that much better? Uh, I think the difference is a quarterback dictates every single game and has much more control over the outcomes. The than a best pitcher, pitcher in baseball day. also. Okay, they it's don't not play just about every like game. A, it's not just about the regular season. It's also about like the postseason and having that bona fide stud. Agreed. Agreed. In the postseason, be very important, but our hitting still blows. You just need to, to watch baseball more. I'm not taking opinions from a skew. How am I wrong? Next. Next. Go ahead. This, is, this has been one of our best shows in a while. I just don't get how you can act like one pitcher is all of a sudden making the Tigers a playoff team. We're terrible. I want to say why you have to hate on my opinion if you could bring in one person Grant to said, team. I hate your pick. Why aren't you yelling at him? Because he's not backlashing at me because you're just saying he's, one guy's not going to make that big of a difference. That's, that was my opinion. So I, I was saying why, I, said why I didn't I like it. I for the Chiefs. <laughs> I didn't think my answer was bad. You could say you don't like it. I don't really give a care because we all knew you were going to pick that. Evans picked it. I went outside of the box and I picked, you know, the Tigers, you know, where we were just bashing on them. I want the best pitcher in baseball right now. Did Jacob take the, DeGrom. Did take we have the a best problem pitcher, with our starting well. rotation. Yes, hitting's going to be worse. But if you have a stud out there, it is almost like a proven fact. You can probably pull up some weird stat. Like when your stud's out there pitching, you have a tendency to play better. Yeah, no, I agree. He's really good. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Just surprised by your answer i guess little That's odds all. check little odds check in here dan campbell has the 10th best odds to win coach of the year which is pretty but most money placed on i mean at ag online whatever he's a uh, high he's the same odds as frank reich matt lafleur kevin stefanski which is kind of crazy to think about it's quite the company um i'm kind of torn because a couple names came to mind as evan was talking i don't know if i want to do pure excitement Factor, or I want to try to win a championship because there's one guy with a bullet. You put him on our one of our teams. We're winning a championship in the next two to three years, given like if health goes right. Probably next year, probably would win the championship. But I'm gonna go for excitement. What would really rally the city? I want Josh Allen in the Honolulu Blue because uh, he's electric, and I think he also gives us a realistic Super Bowl shot. So I put Josh Allen on the Lions, lock him up for the next five years, whatever his contract is, and let's. Role in the den in the fourth field, and Josh Allen was built for Detroit. I mean, Buffalo loves him. Cold weather plays. He's a down to earth guy, and we'd have part of my part of my take on our side. I mean, it would be awesome. quarterback. Do you guys know who the obvious Kevin championship Durant. winner was? Giannis. You put Giannis with Cade. Yes. Good luck stopping that. That was an easy pick. Put Giannis. I could have gone. You could have gone Mike Trout. Like Trout would help. For fun factor for baseball, Shohei would be Shohei sweet because he does both. And then we just get to like watch him throw and then just hit bombs at Comerica. So we need to just a new park. We just need a superstar in this town so we can like just oogle over someone. Like even if we're bad, I just want someone to watch the sport and go, wow, that player's doing things that I can't imagine ever doing. We just have a bunch of Corey Giuseppe's running around this town. <laughs> Blowing everything. <laughs> Dude, we haven't watched a playoff win since like 2015. Yeah, we probably haven't. Has anyone made? I mean, I'm not gonna go look it up, but we probably even haven't even made a playoff. No, the Pistons made it. Pistons got swept. swept. They so, got yeah. swept by Giannis, their newest. Player. So it's probably been an, it's been at least a what presidential. Year get, what year did they get swept by the Cavs? That was my freshman year of college. 
And then they played the Bucks my junior year of college. So that was 2016. The Red Wings so lost to the Lightning in my freshman year of college. I think that's the last time they made the playoffs. So it's probably it's been at least a full presidential term and change since we've even seen a playoff game. Like, yeah, even just Lions witnessed one with their eyeballs. Thirteen. It's sad because like 14. these are some of our we talk about on our weekly check-ins. These are some of our peak drinking years, and it's fun to get with your friends and socialize and drink over a sporting event. We don't like, even know what it's like. I don't even think I ever drank. Getting to watch Luke watch the Penguinos. We're actually going to probably like ruin our lives when our team make the playoffs because we're going to be like degenerates drinking when we're 30 because it's the first playoff experience we have. (laughs) That's kind of alarming. We had the same episode last year and we just talked about how depressing it is. Yep. It hits me every NBA playoffs when I, in NHL playoffs. Sit here and watch all the playoffs and our teams are never in it. All right. Three last quick ones and we'll wrap this puppy up. Would you rather be in prison for one year or in a coma for two years? Coma, you'd wake up in good health. Prison. Ben, ben V getting dark on his Coma. Here. Prison, I don't want to lose two years of my life. You're losing one. Uh, you can at least, like, learn some things in prison, right? And Well, <laughs> that's going to have to avoid that. Coma. Uh, I'm going coma 100%. You just sleep through it. Boom, you're out of it. Yeah, yeah I wonder if you go know. to sleep, and next thing you know, you just wake up. I wonder if you know that. Yeah, if the time has passed, you probably don't, right? No, it's gonna it's feel probably like, just like, it, it, oh, like you're not going to feel like you're sleeping for two years. It's going to be like five minutes. You're going to wake up. I'm, wait, gonna, I'm going to coma. Take me away. Yeah, I'm going to know how to walk. You have you guys, up a special place. You guys both made really good points. Um, I'll go prison for the edge, so I can like. <laughs> Get seem tougher. Yeah, you could just be like, yeah, I was in prison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next time so somebody turns you elbow. into their girlfriend and then it's all over. That, then you that don't have would, an edge. Then you would you have uh, a different edge. You'd go you're back into out. a coma. You're gonna come out as Gloria instead of Grant. That would be <laughs> oh, rough. No. That would be rough. Uh, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> just wouldn't want to go to go to sleep and wake up and be like twenty seven years old. It would suck. Yeah, but then maybe it's one of our teams would be in the what I actually want. Just like skip forward two years. I'm, I'm okay with it. You want to be 27 instead of 25? Like I'm already like halfway to like midlife crisis, Alex. So like two more years, it gets me over the halfway point. You know what I'm saying? We're at the quarter life right now. Quarter life crisis. Halfway. Uh, You're only living you to could... 50. Well, I can plan whenever <laughs> I want to go. I'm living to 100. <laughs> If you could play, you are definitely going to be the first one to die of all of our friends. I can guarantee it. I used to say when I was like 15, I would die at the age of 25. So I'm I'm a little on edge right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If you could play, that was kind of my throat today. (laughs) Don't talk shit about Jacob DeGrom, man. I didn't. I said he's good. If you could play any sport professionally, which one would you choose and why? I'm not going first this time. I'd just be like, I'd be like a Tom. I'd be a Hall of Fame quarterback. There's nothing cooler than just being the guy of a city and just getting all the rings. And then they pay you $375 million to be an analyst for Fox for the rest of your life. (laughs) Just sounds great. And they protect you now so you don't get a bunch of brain injuries. It's got the shortest season. Not baseball. No, if anyone says baseball, I'd be stunned. 
Not NASCAR. They drive forever. Yeah, NASCAR would be miserable. <laughs> Dude, that would you don't want to be Kyle so, Busch? So bad. I don't think it would be that bad. Dude, I would just hate just going left and left and left and left. That's why there's road courses, Alex. Come on. I yeah. mean, I know Alex is going to say golf because if you think about it, Evan, it goes to goes to your point evan if you're just sweet like at majors you don't need to golf that much so it's like the less commitment because you'll make enough money to live golf takes like do you just get to be automatically sweet at it uh, i guess it doesn't say that but i assume golf is like a answer. mental drain like practice all the time it would be it would kind of suck and then you wouldn't like golf anymore don't you think every sport is like you gotta yeah. be in the gym <laughs> doing crossover dribbles with like a coach in uh, front of I'm you i'm like, going basketball <laughs> I'm assuming that we just get to be sweet at it, and then you know it'd be sick. Crap, best financially nuts. they they give out Bang big threes. contracts to anybody. And you get so. paid a ton, and then you sit out games when you don't want to play. Ben Simmons. <laughs> I don't know. It's like basketball. Oh no! I'd probably say football. A shutdown corner. I feel like people outside, like after football, like have better careers. Well, I'm people actually with enjoy Shaq afterwards. What would you? Uh, what position would you want to be in? Mm. Protect your body. I'll be the next Cooper Cup. Oh, that no! Is take so that weird. back. No, 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 no! I'm going to be the kicker. <laughs> Genius. Might not get enough love though, Evan. You won't be the face of the city like Grant. Justin Tucker is a face of Baltimore Ravens history. Evan Evan McPherson is up there. Do you yes. get to have a massive leg, like 65 yarders. You I don't know, Matt Prater was well. like the face of Detroit, too. You get too. paid pretty well. You don't have to do anything like physical or strenuous. You don't have to expect it to do a lot. Like, just take it to those uprights. I still or, yearn for Jason Hansen. Or you could be a punter like Pat McAfee and then have a sweet life afterwards. Yeah, I'm going kicker or punter. Special teams guy. Super easy. Did, we don't even have, have to a, practice. You'd have a sweet celebration when you pin it inside the five. I can Who's just a CBS reporter that used to be the kicker? Jay Feely? Jay oh, Feely. Now he's an analyst. He's the worst. <laughs> Kickers uh, matter. He just comes on. He comes on broadcast and just talks about how strong the wind's blowing. Yeah, it's, it's not. Like, he's a weather man. For that, he's Jay. a glorified. Blowing pretty hard out here, Jim. Yeah. He's gonna have to aim right for this one. <laughs> my tie just blew into my face. It's, it's getting gusty. Okay, last one. Who would win in a 50 meter freestyle race of Michael Phelps and Joey Chestnut? But three do- hot dogs have to be eaten before jumping into the pool to swim. I don't know how far 50 meters is. Can anyone know? It's the shortest. It's just down? Michael Phelps does the men's 50 free in 23 seconds. Joey Chestnut would win this running away. I think Joey Chestnut has a real chance, and I kind of I don't think so. You think Michael Phelps could eat three hot dogs that fast? Yes. You think think Joey Chestnut? Michael Phelps is bigger, faster, stronger than anything that we'll do in our lives, Alex. When we are below average human beings, Michael Phelps is the above average elite Olympic gold medalist winner. It doesn't mean he can guzzle hot dogs. He, his competitive instinct is so much more than you were ever capable of doing. You don't have to the just chop my have, we have, we have. I know he's a very athletic <laughs> dude. But it's fun to chop at least the athleticism in the mix. The, the wild card is we don't know. You also know think how- Joey Chestnut be able to swim fast? That's, that's no. my thing. I don't no. know. He's an athlete. He is not an athlete. He's a fat lord that likes eating for <laughs> But So Michael Phelps does the 50 free in 23 seconds. You don't think Joey could do it in like 
two minutes. It's gonna take Michael Phelps at least two minutes to eat a three three hot dogs. He's not. Yes, he's gonna sit there, put much mustard and ketchup on him, and sit there and just enjoy. Dude, it. you gotta chew it and like swallow it. It's not. I mean, just if we gonna... think, if we think back to our camping trip of the first year, I was able to do it pretty fast, and everyone else was, and then Doctor Love was able to do it very fast this last year, and that's one hot dog. And you do feel pretty bad after the first hot dog, but Michael Phelps would be able to at least eat a hot dog like within thirty seconds if he's going hard, and then you would think he'd be able to do a two more enough to be able to... The second and the third are going to be slower than the first. More than likely. It's going to take him like two minutes. Joey takes the hot dogs out of the buns. I feel Michael's going to do the same thing that Joey does. Take the hot dogs out of the buns, eat the hot dogs, dip the bun in the water, and eat it. Joey will have the first three done by the time Michael has his first, so he's already in the pool, and then it's just like, how much of a head start is he getting? Yeah, can you... Can can Joey Chestnut <laughs> swim fifty meters in like a minute and a half? I think that's all and it would take. Evan, will Michael, Michael Phelps, Phelps is running away with? His he's not going to go twenty three seconds Evan, after three hot dogs in it. Will Michael belly. Phelps cramp up because his belly's not used to having three hot dogs in it in a fast? While Joey is feeling light on his feet at this point because he eats sixty at a time. <laughs> yeah, Michael Phelps could puke. He might have to wait like a Joey a Chestnut half hour could drown. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, we're assuming we Joey can swim. Can swim. We're we, assuming he, he can swim. No, I don't. I don't. Afraid. I'm pretty sure he can swim. This is the I'm biggest. Taking, I'm taking Michael Phelps. I'm taking Joey Chestnut because it's going to have like two minutes to do 50 meters. I don't think you're underestimating Michael Phelps eating hot dog eating. I just know the one time I tried to eat hot dogs fast, it's not as easy as Joey Chestnut makes it look. You're an average human being, Michael yes, Phelps. Yes, and Olympic I'm assuming Michael Phelps athlete. can do it faster than me. Way faster than you. Phelps eats a lot it's of food in the day. I, I remember dogs, seeing. But Michael I don't Phelps know how is just going to rip his bong and then just chow <laughs> down those hot dogs so fast. <laughs> if anything, Evan, you have just a good, as good of a chance as Michael Phelps to eat three hot dogs. It's not like he's no. just a world champion eater just because he's good at swimming. Just because Joey There's Chestnut no is good at eating doesn't mean he's good at swimming. No, I think he's a terrible swimmer. I think he's just going to have a lot of time because Michael Phelps. I don't think he's going to have as much time as you think. I'm picking Michael Phelps. I'm done with this. Joey. I think it's I think it's tight. I want to see it back. Michael Phelps isn't gonna be eating the hot dog like you and just you're not Michael Phelps will dunk it in the water. Why do you keep comparing out? it to me? I don't think I would be because you're comparing yourself to him. He's like, well, I ate my pretty slow, so Michael Phelps can't be that much behind me. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> it's not even what I said. I just said I know what it's like to try to eat a hot dog fast. I'm sure he can do it double as fast as me. Joey Chestnut just swallows them in like 30 seconds. He's going to have them all gone. Yeah. He's going to be in that pool kicking. And I don't know how long 50 meters is swimming. So, but it's. God. He might be sinking. We don't know if he could swim. <laughs> this needs I'm to be my, a pay per view event. <laughs> a lifeguard has to Phelps. jump in and lift Joey off the bottom of the pool. Grant, who are you taking? <laughs> I'm going to take Joey for fun, but I really have no idea. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder if he can swim. Now that Evans, 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 definitely the most logical. I just, I'm, I got lost in the hypothetical. It's gonna be, it's gotta be Michael Phelps. I don't think. I don't know, so, but it's, man. it's too be male, very close, no matter what. Two male athletes at the peak of their powers. It's, it'd be must watch. <laughs> Unless Michael Phelps is secretly like a hot dog dominator and is after. It's also all about all about Joey's dive. He's got to have a strong dive. Yeah, if Joey can't swim, I'd like to change my answer. <laughs> if Joey jumps in and just sinks to the bottom and dies, that's not fair. 
Oh, it'd be so funny to watch his ass, like, just slowly paddling along, and then Michael Phelps just comes in like a submarine. <laughs> All right. That is episode 71. What you can follow us anywhere episode. at Shot of MS. This is what happens. I- I'm nervous for summer episodes. We're going to have to get back in the snake drafts to get through them. Um, but it's episode 71 at Shot of MS everywhere. Apple, Spotify, YouTube. It's where you can listen to the show. Please review rate subscribe share it with a friend and that closes us out for tonight so with that being said cheers to episode 71 cheers to the tigers winning more than five football games last year the lions i'm sorry the lions winning more than five football games to alex's face that he's making right now he's calculating how fast joey chestnut can eat three hot dogs 36 seconds He ate 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. (laughs) Elite.